Welcome to the Blood Brothers Podcast with Ben Steiger and Eric Metz. In today's episode, we're going to chat about the Everyman Challenge and how we are going after the hearts of men. Ben, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. I'll tell you what, it's been uh, been just a really neat uh, couple of weeks and uh, man, digging in with, with uh, some, some other dudes and digging in with my wife and kids and uh, just a lot of purpose right now. It doesn't mean that life is, is easy. It doesn't mean that life, you know, is, is that everything's perfect. Uh, there's plenty of struggle. Uh, but as I tell my boys, I said, man, heavy is the crown of a king, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, even when things are going good, you still have things that, that aren't going uh well, or as good as you'd like, you always have something breaking. You always have something that needs fixed. You always have something going wrong. Uh, but in spite of that, man, you have to choose to find, uh, that peace and, uh, that joy, uh, in spite of a world that's full of chaos. So, uh, with all that said, just in a sweet spot, man, but how about you? How are you doing, Eric? Yeah, doing well. Uh, enjoying the the beautiful weather in february it's kind of crazy outside right now with uh 60s and all that in february not used to that but welcoming that so yeah just uh, enjoying that but you know today uh today i want to just dive into this everyman challenge this shift we've taken as a ministry from the blood brothers challenge to the everyman challenge so ben can you help us understand a little bit about the history of Blood Brothers Challenge, and then just why you've decided to to switch things up and shift to this Everyman Challenge. Yeah, man. Certainly, I've shared aspects of uh, this before, but uh, you know, the Blood Brothers Challenge was birthed, you know, out of you know my own personal necessity to move beyond desire in my pursuit of Christ. You know, I had had set, had settled for spiritual mediocrity and. Uh, you know, that wasn't okay. Uh, God didn't call me to mediocrity. He called me to leave it all on the field, leave it all on the mountain, and uh, to love him with everything that I have, heart, soul, mind, strength. And, uh, man, I just recognize areas where I was failing and that areas where I needed to grow, areas where my dependence was on others and I lacked personal spiritual ownership. And so, you know, the Blood Brothers challenge was birthed out of that. And, you know, for me, uh, for years, you know, I would go to church or I'd go to conference or this side or the other. And, uh, man, I would be lucky to remember what the communicator said by the time I got to the doors on the way out, you know, but if it was a, a good communicator and he was able to, uh, not just speak passionately, but speaks passionately and engaging visually and gauge me either either through his actions or through some kind of demonstration or uh, pictures or videos or something. I'm a visual learner. Uh, you know, I would learn, I would remember it a bit longer, but I can tell you the lessons that best uh, stick with me, stuck with me then, stick with me now, are not just the ones that I hear, uh, not just the ones that I see, but the ones that I hear, see, and I do. And so, uh, you know, throughout my education, you know, as a young person going through high school and I was in an industrial engineering uh, program and man, that was such a godsend uh, for me. My teacher would, would speak from the front. Uh, he would demonstrate 
from the front. He would then bring us or me, you know, he would individually invest in us uh, shoulder to shoulder, uh, teaching us these different things. And then he would leave me uh, to do the work. And then he would come back and he'd check on me. Then he'd leave me to do the work and so on and so forth. And I realized that, gosh, that my, my entire education, I struggled to learn until uh, I started to learn like that. Hearing, mm. seeing, and doing. And I started to think about what would it be like if we created something that would come alongside men. Cause I know that I knew that I wasn't alone, that I wasn't the only man that learned that way. Most men do learn that way. And, uh, so what would it be like if we created something that was a little more like how Jesus discipled, you know, I've shared this before because when Jesus, uh, you know, was walking the beach and he called his disciples away from fishing, you know, he called them and he awakened them to something so much greater. He then, uh, engage them shoulder to shoulder in the works of the father he left them but equipped them with the holy spirit you know just like a teacher stepping aside but he equipping me with his his trust and also his tools uh and then i had a decision to make just like the disciples did they had a decision to turn around and run the other way or to surrender to the call and so we developed the blood brother shout i say we, uh, because shortly after I got this vision, Kevin Schweiger uh, came into the mix and uh, we formulated a plan of how we were going to do this. And we had no idea what it was going to grow into. Uh, we just wanted to invite, you know, a group of brothers to take part in, you know, what ended up being a six month challenge, which was going to wean us off of our spiritual dependence on others. And, uh, Largely, it revolved around our passion for the outdoors and different elements. But once a month, we would come together uh, in a group and we'd do some kind of fun, uh, engaging activity uh, paired with a lesson that, that just fit and meshed together. And so literally, the lessons would, would stick with you. And then we engaged in conversation and authentic depth and transparency, which created a community which was incredible. And little by little, spiritual ownership started to develop in me. Uh, and I say little by little, really, it wasn't little by little. It was significant quickly, actually. And we started to see that happen in others. And so we said, man, this is good. We need to find a way for more men to experience this. And so over time, uh, you know, the Blood Brothers Challenge was formed and put into, you know, a package that uh, somebody, Eric, could say, hey, I want to lead a group of men through the Blood Brothers Challenge. I want to experience it myself and I want those around me to experience it. And so we created uh, this this ministry that allows others to engage in it themselves, but to also equip the men in their lives. Yeah, that's great. I for one, I just want to say thank you for creating it because being a participant and now being a guide, I, I, I love it. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a teaching background, so I completely get that not everybody is going to be the visual auditory and even this podcast, there may be some people that need to write down stuff after they listen to us, or they may need to like interact right. with something to really gather what we're saying. Cause not everybody's an auditory learner or they may watch us on a Instagram reel or something, but the, uh, that whole approach is awesome. And I love how you took it from a practical 
real life experience to then how do we apply this to our spiritual lives? And I love that because mm. a lot of times we disconnect like our mainstream lives or whatever we're experiencing in our life. And we're like, oh, this whole like church spirituality relationship with God is in this other side of the world or other part of our lives. And it's like, no, they're all integrated. Our spiritual life and our our day-to-day work life, et cetera. And so I love how you put it together. Um, and as a participant and speaking from that lens, like I just in- loved it. It was great. Mm. I engaged the, the transparency was something that I've never experienced in any other group I've been in a part of. And I've been a part of many church groups, uh, the authenticity men sharing about like their struggles, like in a setting of 40 people or more, like, like, Whoa, like this is a new experience for me. And, what was awesome about it is once you see one person start opening up about what they struggle with and everybody else puts their guard down and be like, Hey, that's me too. I'm struggling as well. Pray for me. And so it's just been a great community, great uh, experience with the challenge, but also, you know, our group continues to meet even after the challenge is over. And that's been a great thing. That's been a lifeline, you know, Hey guys, can you be praying for me? And just the, the connections that were built, the brotherhood, and I know that one of the concepts is no lone wolves. Like none of us can live a life on our own. We need brothers. And that's been uh, one of those things that I didn't realize I needed as much as I do. I need brothers beside me, not only praying for me, but encouraging me and keeping me accountable to, to walk the walk. So just want to yeah. say thanks on that, on that front. No, it's just, uh, it's been really neat watching God use uh, that ministry in men's lives over and over again and in my own life and in my own marriage. And, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, this was being designed for for men, for the battle for the hearts of men. Uh, that by no way means that uh, we aren't battling for the heart of women, that we aren't battling for the heart of our children and for others. Uh, we believe that the best way, you know, to battle for uh, a marriage, a family, a church, a community is to battle for the hearts of men. And, uh, you know, people have asked, well, why don't you do a women's ministry? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And, uh, because we can only do so much. God has called us to invest in the hearts of men. And that is the best way, you know, that we can fight for uh, those around us. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we can't we can't focus on all the problems. We can't fix everything. We, all we can do is help men recognize that they were created on purpose. They were created for a purpose. And apart from a relationship with Jesus, they'll never walk in that purpose. And uh, the key to walking in your purpose is simple. You know, and God said, you know, the first and greatest commandment, love me, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength, and then love others as yeah. yourself. And, uh, man, that's a, it's a beautiful day. And it's the key to life. It's the key to purpose. Love God, love others and define your life by that. And it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean it's going to be just hunky dory, uh, but it's going to be purposeful and you're going to have this overwhelming freedom and fulfillment, this peace in your soul that even when things are crazy, uh, you can say it's well. It's well with my soul. Yeah, that's great. So with this success that you've had with Blood Brothers Challenge in the past and, you know, a lot of the engagement and growth, what's the reason that you're shifting away from that 
terminology of Blood Brothers Challenge to this Everyman Challenge. Could you explain more about that transition and a little bit more about the Everyman Challenge? Yeah. So, you know, we were coming up on six years of using... so so. that grew into the blood brothers challenge and each time we would uh create new video curriculum new uh written curriculum and man i just didn't know if we were to do that again things were getting a little a little dated and we were going to have to recreate things and i just didn't know where god was leading us Uh, but then i heard two stories uh where god just clearly spoke uh, to my heart and gave me fresh vision uh, for where we needed to go as a ministry. One of those stories was uh, I heard from one of our braid leaders or blood brother guides uh, tell me a story about this guy that called the church. All right, this guy is a professor at a local university, uh, Christian university. He's a deacon in his church, and his wife is a secretary at this church. Well, a a guy, a different guy called the church, said, Hey, I'm not in church, never really been in church, but I was wondering if you had anything for men. And, uh, this gentleman that, that was our, our leader, uh, he had decided to lead that year because he's like, man, I'm a, I'm a professor at a Christian university. I'm a deacon of the church, but I'm really not discipling anybody in my life. He had gone through Blood Brothers the year before. He experienced a new freedom, fulfillment, purpose in Christ, new levels of depth in his relationship. And he had been challenged to step up and lead. And he said, all right, I'm going to do this. So when uh, when this gentleman called the church, said, do you have anything for men? And uh, the professor's wife answers the phone and said, well, matter of fact, my husband's starting uh, this ministry called Blood Brothers. And uh, the gentleman said, well, tell me about it. She told him a little bit about it, got him in touch with the professor. The professor told him about it. He he was all in. And it wasn't long before he gave his life to Christ, before he got baptized. And, uh, man, that's all because the church had uh, an opportunity for this dude to plug into an authentic community of men that were seeking truth and put in a format that helped them relate. Well, a month later, I heard another story about uh, from, from a gentleman that was, he used to be in men's ministry. He's a successful dude. He was a collegiate athlete, you know, just a really great guy. And he went through the challenge and he said, you know what, Ben, the challenge was incredible. I don't think I'll ever do it again. I don't think I'll lead men through it because uh, it's not my thing. But man, do men need something like this? And I said, man, not my thing. And that just stuck with me. It kind of ate at me. I was kind of frustrated about it because for years I've heard the excuse, well, I'm not an outdoorsman. I'm not a manly man. That's not really my thing. Well, for years, our vision has been every man embracing a lifelong adventure, loving God completely, heart, mind, soul, strength, revolutionizing the church from the inside out, one man at a time. And I said, man, either that is a lie or we need to change uh, what we're doing, it does need to be able to cater to every man. And so, man, just got God continued to speak vision to me and to my staff uh, to be able to 
allow more men to experience what so many already had through the Blood Brothers Challenge. Uh, we said, you know, why don't we take off some of the more rustic edges of the Blood Brothers Challenge? Why don't we create not just new curriculum, but multiple series of curriculum to be able to re relate to multiple different personalities, multiple different uh, walks of life, uh, different communities. Um, why don't we create different series? And so we just allowed that vision to grow. And so the vision is to be able to have uh, a series that caters towards, you know, the athlete or somebody interested in sports or exercise to have a series that caters toward the tradesman or the craftsman, you know, somebody that uh, loves to work with their hands, uh, something that caters towards the artist. Maybe it's a musician or a hairstylist or a painter. Um, some, you know, series that cater to the outdoorsman or whatever. We want our guides to be able to pick series that speak to their community of men. But not only does it allow us to cater to men here better in our own community here in the States, but it also allows us uh, to grow around the world. Uh, just the other day, I was talking to my friends in Peru and uh, for years they've done this men's camp uh, down there. Well, man, I just, I, I don't believe it's gonna be long uh, before we have uh, Spanish uh, curriculum and curriculum that's going to be ministering to the hearts of men in Peru. And I think it'll grow uh, around the world. So really excited to see more men experience what you have, what I have, and what so many others have, and to step into their godly potential. Yeah, and that's exciting. I think that's great because, to be honest, I'm an athlete. That's my background, and I was a little hesitant. I'm like, eh, it's just going to be this – rough outdoor camping adventure, which I'm okay for camping a little bit, but it's not my like number one yeah. desire. So, <laughs> um, but I was a little nervous about it and, and be, so just to be from my perspective, it was a little daunting from the outside of like, okay, is this challenge going to be like, you know, climbing a mountain, you know, killing a deer and doing something else. Like I'm not really a hunter either. So it's like, so I was just curious, but, but then once I'm in it, I knew it wasn't to that extreme. And so, but having these different series, these different approaches, these different uh, themes, I think is going to be a game changer. And I love the, the Hispanic and Spanish. We have, we have Hispanic men in our back door that mm. would love to, you know, for us to relate to them in a way where, Hey, there's a Spanish, you know, somebody knows Spanish and can facilitate a group for, for men that, you know, maybe that's their, their native tongue and that would be yeah. very impactful for them. And, and then it can influence from there. So super excited about that. Um, how can churches or men, you know, get involved or, or what's the vision for um, engagement moving forward? Yeah. Yeah. So this season, 2023, so the typical every man season runs from May through October and uh, we'll be launching new discipleship material. Uh, that will go between the seasons uh, this year. But this season's more of a soft launch. We invited some leaders uh, from the past to help us just hone uh, this challenge for a full launch in 2024. 
And so, you know, if you're local and if you've been part of the Blood Brothers Challenge in the past, I would say there's probably some good opportunity for you to participate in the Everyman Challenge. If if you're interested, uh, let us know. Uh, But if you're looking to bring the Everyman Challenge to your community of men, uh, we would love to get in touch with you. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, But the plan would be to help you uh, onboard uh, this to your ministry uh, in 2024. Now, we do have uh, some braids starting up in California, North Carolina, Colorado, uh, Kentucky, and here in Ohio. So uh, we are excited to, oh, also Florida, we are excited to uh, be expanding geographically, but uh, it's very strategic uh, this first season, and we're hoping in 2024 to, uh, and just see what the Lord wants to do, but uh, we believe he's going to blow our mind. Uh, with the freedom that he brings to men, women, and children through the Everyman Challenge. I'm excited about it too, and I think it's going to resonate, and I think it'll be such a connection point for men and and really facilitate the growth that that the Lord wants. I mean, the Lord is wanting all men to know him intimately, walk with him. And when you were sharing earlier about just what's our purpose and what's our what God is calling us to, I just want to share this verse that's been a life verse for me. It's Micah 6, 8, and it says, you know, what does the Lord require of you, O man? It is to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly Mm. with your your God, and walk humbly with your God. So having that as like your purpose, and he wants every man to walk humbly with him and to act justly, love mercy, and those two those two things I think is a beautiful picture of how we can love God, love people and truly implement what you're teaching through that every man challenge. And so I appreciate Mm. you sharing that. Anything else, Ben, you want to share before we wrap things up today? Yeah. You know what? uh, We don't need to wait for the every man challenge to experience uh, deeper levels of freedom and fulfillment uh, in our own life. Uh, Our listeners don't, Uh, you know, the Everyman Challenge is just a tool to facilitate what Jesus has already done. And, uh, you know, walking with him, an intentional relationship is the most beautiful thing uh, that a man, woman, or child could could and can uh, ever do. And then leading others to do the same uh, will bring levels of freedom and fulfillment to our life uh, like no other. So I want to encourage uh, in our listeners to just man, ask God how how he wants you, you know, as a listener to uh, step up your game and your pursuit of him and leading others to do the same. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Ben. Thanks for again for your time and sharing more about the heart and vision for the Everman Challenge. Uh, that wraps us up for today. Thank you again for listening. Please check out our show notes if you'd like to connect with us. But with that, thanks for listening again and have a great day.